there, listeners. I, I got nothing. All right. Every Way every week, I'm supposed to come up with some stupid new way to say hello, and I finally run out of ideas. You could just say hi. I don't think I can, though. I All don't right. think well, that- so. I think our viewers expect more. Our listeners. That sounds like a personal problem. They have high expectations. (laughs) All right. If you say so, welcome to Rhapsody and Reverie, Season 3, Episode 8. Holy cow, is it actually? Yes, it is actually. Yeah. It's so appropriate, too, that it's Episode 8, because we're recording this on Sunday. And guess what today is? What what is today? Season eight of Game of Thrones. <laughs> oh my gosh! It, 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 this is true, but this is not that kind of podcast. No, I know. It's just all I can think about. I know. I know. I know. It's very exciting. But yeah. you know what else is exciting? What? This week's episode. <laughs> Smooth. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) So stick around and stay tuned for all the goodness that's coming in this episode, including some awesome details about our super dope sponsor, which we'll be discussing at the end of the show. But for right now, we're going to jump straight into the topic for this week's episode because we got another theme. And I'll be honest, I'm pretty excited for this one. She really is. I think I think this is the most excited she's been for a theme in quite a while. <laughs> yep. Uh this week, dear listeners, our theme is well guilty pleasures. Guilty what now? Guilty pleasure. The, ah. This week we're talking about those songs that we may or may not particularly announce publicly to the world usually that we enjoy them. Except Uh, we're throwing that practice right out the window because we're officially telling uh, thousands of people about all those songs we're embarrassed to admit in public that we actually enjoy. Yeah. We've ruined it. To be fair, I'm going (laughs) to preface this episode by saying this i don't really believe in guilty pleasures to to the extent of i'm not really legitimately embarrassed by anything i listen to like at the end of the day i like what i like so yeah i'm not really really embarrassed but there are songs that i don't necessarily listen to around other people just because I know that they're not particularly songs that um, play well in all audiences. So, so you are embarrassed? No, because if I wouldn't say it's embarrassment, just more of like, I, I'm aware that these songs aren't, generally favorable by most people so i'm not gonna listen to them i'm not gonna like if i have the ops toward i'm not gonna jump to those songs you know 
Like, but if I'm at my house and the song comes on, I'm not about to like be like, oh, you can't know that I enjoy this. Like, if the song comes on, if I hear it in the wild, like I'm still gonna <laughs> sing it. <laughs> like in the yes. wild. If I hear it in the Serengeti. <laughs> Oi! Here you can see <laughs> this beauty over here. <laughs> Listening to a bomb ass trick in the middle of the of the Sahara. You know what I mean, okay? <laughs> Observe carefully. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> See how she dances like no one's watching. Even though we are. <laughs> okay. But <laughs> I mean, you get what I mean, right? Yeah, no, I know. I get it. Um, I'm I'm not going to lie and say that there are songs on here that I'm not slightly embarrassed by, uh, only because I spent a great deal of my life crafting my uh, self-image, and there is a bit of cognitive dissonance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, like, you know, if some people found out I like some of these songs, then my reputation as... Um, Oh, how do I how do I put this as a badass? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> it's the farthest thing that anyone has when they think about me. Um, no, but but at the same time, like there were songs that when I was younger, I like vehemently denied enjoying, and secretly was like, yeah, but it's a bop. <laughs> yeah, I mean. So- I- I wouldn't say that I've always been of the mindset that guilty I don't have guilty pleasures because definitely mm. when I was like in high school and middle school, I totally had songs that I like refused to admit I listened to and was like legitimately like embarrassed by like to the point of like I I'd had to like actively talk about how I didn't like the song. But yeah. I've softened up a lot over the years of being just like, meh. If it's good, if I enjoy it, then like I don't have to like try and front like I don't or front no. like I hate it kind of thing. Does this song spark joy? <laughs> Marie Kondo, <laughs> my music taste. <laughs> anyway, that being said, I will say that one song to kind of get us started in talking about this, because we're kind of spinning our wheels a little bit. Because uh, we're but, embarrassed, and we're trying to put off our embarrassment. We're not embarrassed. Well, I, okay, I will say that, like, while the songs themselves I'm not embarrassed by, there are memories attached to them of which I am embarrassed by. <laughs> yep. Yes, like, because... Well, you go on. You explain it. You know, because a lot of, at least for me, a lot of these songs um, are songs that I listened to while being in high school and middle school. And um, that was a cringy time for everyone. Mm. (laughs) So, like, there are a lot of songs on here that I would like to listen to while I was pining over, like, guys that would very obviously never want to date me because I never showed any real interest in them Um, but like things like that or um, their songs that sort of 
bleed into my love of watching um fan made music videos yeah for tv shows i enjoy and and now we're here <laughs> so like so in that respect that's where never, the embarrassment comes from i never wanted to relive this part of my life i never wanted to admit that this was something i participated in and yet and yet <laughs> we're here now <laughs> um, so like what kind of music okay okay so um you were code lyoko right like that was what you watched <laughs> yeah 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 <sighs> go on t- tell them tell them of your shame <laughs> Leave me alone, all right? Shame. 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 Oh, God. So, I watched Code Lyoko, which if you didn't know, um, because I don't know why you would, (laughs) it was a a show that was on Cartoon Network. Um, It's this, like, French anime um, which I mean, I didn't know was a thing, but it was a thing anyway. But it used to come on like either right before or right after Teen Titans, and I was super yeah. into Teen Titans for a while. I was, um, I was gonna say, what do you mean you wouldn't know? Like, if you were a child in the early two thousands, you'd know what Code Lyoko was. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, that's fair, because it did. It played right before, right after um, Teen Titans at, like, 4 o'clock or something like that. Yeah. Um, So I caught an episode one day while I was either waiting for um, Teen Titans or just finished watching Teen Titans, and I, like, got hooked on it. Um, Hooked on to the point of obsession, and then... (laughs) It ended up leading me down this rabbit hole of going on YouTube and finding music videos that people made with clips uh, from the show about one, pers- step, one step above watching AMVs of Naruto. One step above that. You are dangerously is it, close. Is it though? Is it really <laughs> yeah. a step above? It's all the same. <laughs> it's all the same. <laughs> AMV culture was a very odd time. In like two thousand six, seven, eight era YouTube that cannot be replicated. It was weird. We'll never but it, get that back. <laughs> you know, it was kind of magical because you have to think about the creativity and the dedication that goes into mm-hmm. those. Like somebody sat there and like they chose the right song. They thought about the tone. They thought about the message they wanted to convey. Then they went and sourced clips from. Yeah. God knows where. Like To be for- fair, 90% of the time, the message they were trying to convey was that they were horny. Okay, well, regard- <laughs> regardless of what the message <laughs> is, like, that kind of stuff, you know, like, I, I sincerely hope that everybody, all the people who made AMVs back in the day are, like, editors or directors now. <laughs> Yeah. Like, I hope they, like, took that passion and, like, channeled it into something bigger. Because, honestly, like, uh, you know, there, 
there is genuine still there buried behind the trench <laughs> of youth. Uh, but anyway, I'm getting off track. The point is, I used to watch a trap ton of these. That fun fact is actually how I discovered the band Hello Dubai, really, mm. um, was oh, because no. of a, because Here in Your Arms was a song that somebody used for a ship that at the time I was very much um, rooting for. Um, but yeah, so there are a lot of songs that I listened to through um amvs and they ended up on this playlist because i'm ashamed to admit how many times i watched them on repeat like uh, oh you're ashamed <laughs> you're ashamed now i'm ashamed of uh, again not ashamed <laughs> of the song the song's about like i listened to um there's one that was made to three lw's more than friends um, which is like the song's a bop, like shout out to 3LW, some classic, like early 2000s, like girl group R&B. Total props there. Um, but the music, the fan made music video. <laughs> like I spent way too many like hours watching that video. And just like being like, oh my god, it's so great. Um, so yeah, the song's a bop though. Like, 3LW was a, um, it was a girl group with one half of the Cheetah Girls in it. <laughs> in case you were curious, that short lived. Is- <laughs> that's an interesting piece of trivia i didn't i didn't know that oh yeah um adrian bylon and keely williams were in 3lw and this was before the cheetah girls movies and then they ended up in the cheetah girls movies with raven simone and the other one (laughs) whose name is The other one. Whose name escapes me. I apologize if you're the other one out there. Uh, Um, yeah. So, you know, that's embarrassing. A little bit. A little bit. Yeah. But I wouldn't know anything about that. Oh, shut up. That is a (laughs) lie. That is a bold-faced lie. I know you sat there watching Stargate SG-1 AMVs and Harry Potter. That is Ooh. a lie. If you're going to out me, you I'm outing you, you cut, too. You, you cut me deep. Uh-uh. You cut me, you cut me uh-uh. deep. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. I've never seen a, a YouTube video. Right. What's well, YouTube? <laughs> Don't know what it is. Mm-mm. Did any of the no songs idea. that um, you listened to through AMVs end up on this playlist? Uh, okay, so I put one on here. 
only because it was my favorite AMV. Or I shouldn't even say AMV because I have a feeling AMV is like it's specifically for anime and this was not about anime because I I'm going to be honest. I wasn't allowed to watch anime as a child. Um, I had a <laughs> in the moment I was like, I can't watch this weird cartoon. And then looking back on it, I was like, thank you, mom and dad. You saved me. <laughs> But but no, um, I, I did watch a lot of. Uh, OK, so a lot of the Harry Potter ones use like emo music. So we've already talked about that. Um, I don't need to talk about emo music anymore. Uh, but this one, Stargate, as she. It's really embarrassing. No, because every time I talk about Stargate, um, I get a wave of embarrassment. I'll never forget this. I didn't think there was anything like inherently. Uh, good or bad about enjoying a TV show until one of my bosses <laughs> um, asked me what my favorite sci-fi shows were because I admitted that I enjoyed watching and reading occasionally uh, sci-fi. And he asked me, oh, really? I love that stuff. What, what's your favorite show? And I was like, oh, I grew up watching Stargate SG-1. It's one of my favorites. And he, to my face... <laughs> Oh my god, that show is awful. Oh. <laughs> That's so mean. And I was just like, I was I was a new hire. I couldn't say anything. I was just like taking it back. That's and he was so just like, mean. that show's garbage. That is so <laughs> and then, mean. And then he starts going off. He starts going off about anime right after he calls. That's so mean. <laughs> Like I'm just sitting there, and like, and and I had some come like come back in the back of my mind about like, oh, I'm sorry, I don't watch anime because I want to go to heaven one day. But, <laughs> but I didn't say it because I was a new hire. And then he went on this big long rant about Battlestar Galactica, which admittedly I've seen very little of. But okay, Battlestar Galactica. I know this isn't the point of the episode, but it's no, a good the point, show, and you should watch. The point it. isn't about. Si- I know, but but the it was just like a shock where I was like suddenly ashamed of all the hours I'd wasted on um watching Sergei SG one uh fan made music videos uh and my favorite one <laughs> took the song from Treasure Planet. <laughs> you know the one? I'm still here. You're so tender. The really emo one, the one that went like harder than it needed to go for Disney movie. <laughs> And made it about um, Daniel Jackson, this one character who Adrian can't stand. He's a little bitch. Um, (laughs) That's all I'll say about that. (laughs) It was like one of the only. It was one of the. It was really good. It was really well put together. And I was like, I was in love with this character at the time. And. I thought it was good. I thought it was just the right amount of emo. <laughs> just the right <laughs> amount of emo. Yeah. Um. And like, I'm not embarrassed about the song. The song is banging. Uh. But like you said, I'm embarrassed of the memory that accompanies it because now I don't associate it with Treasure Planet. I associate it with that music video. Oh, <laughs> it was one of like the few non-sexualized ones because people kept making videos of like him and and uh jack 
O'Neill. No. Yeah, the, the, Jack they, deserves they kept making better. Them, they kept making them like gay together. Jack deserves um, so much better. Yeah, someone put girlfriend by Avril Lavigne to them, and I was like, I don't like this. <laughs> Jack deserves so much better. Whoever it is, I don't really care what gender it is, as long as it's not him. Like, she really like, hates him. He literally causes all problems in the. All right, <laughs> this is not. We have gone the time. We've gone derailed. This is not the place. <laughs> we'll t- I will say, okay, I do want to talk about uh, this because this is actually getting into the realm of songs I am genuinely embarrassed to admit I enjoy a little bit. And okay. and it's a mix because like the memory associated them with them goes, um, okay, so you know that video game series, uh, the little one that barely anyone's ever heard of, Kingdom Hearts? Yeah. <laughs> That tiny so, little series. That tiny little series, you know, came out of Japan. No one really plays. <laughs> no, uh, when it first came out, uh, I used to play that game with my cousin because she was older than me and she had a PlayStation and I did not. Mm-hmm. Um, and for a while, I thought it was just like a normal thing. I casually enjoyed it. Uh, and then I saw the kids at middle school who were like too into it. You know what I mean? The weeaboos. <laughs> hey. They're passionate. Okay? They were. They, look, I'm not going to detract from their love of something. Um, it was just a little much. And like, I couldn't really judge because in, in middle school, I was I got into things too much as well. So like, we in a way, do. it was good. Yeah. So I had to like learn how to temper my own self. But because I saw these people, I never, ever admitted to liking the song from Kingdom Hearts, uh, Simple and Clean by Hikaru Utada. I think I'm pronouncing that correctly. Oh, yeah. I think. Yeah. But that song is a bop. Um, <laughs> I knew that song sounded familiar. <laughs> yes! <laughs> I didn't put the remix version on here. I was debating about whether or not I should put the original or the remix one because the remix one is the one where they play in the in the commercial bit where it's like dubstepy. Hmm. Um, but it was it was a bop. And then it's funny because the third game came out recently. Mm-hmm. And actually, the third game is like the 11th game of the series. Don't get me started on that hot mess. But. <laughs> but she has another song, as she tends to do every time there's a Kingdom Hearts game. And this time she partnered with Skrillex. Uh, Skrillex. <laughs> oh, Skrillex. Um, to do this song called Face My Fears. And I was blown away by act- how good it actually was. <laughs> and I was like, here we go. Another song I can't ever admit. <laughs> but like, if you listen to it, it's so good. <laughs> it, it, I actually, it is good. Yeah. Like, it's like, I'm going to defeat the Heartless. It. I'm going to defeat them with my friends Donald and Goofy. <laughs> <laughs> see it's oh, not man. like I'm even embarrassed by the song I'm embarrassed by the source material <laughs> uh. mm. PSA we apologize yeah. in advance for anybody we offend yeah I'm kind of sorry <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. 
<laughs> but I feel like I could ramble on forever about all like the guilty pleasure ones. Uh, I've talked too long <laughs> about video games and sci-fi shows. I mean, okay, there's a song on um, this playlist that you put on here, which I'm glad you did. This means I can talk about it big enough. <laughs> so, if you if you're if you're in the our Facebook group Rhapsody fam, you'll you'll know my affection mm-hmm. for the screaming cowboy meme. <laughs> but like I swear to you, like I um a couple days ago I I like had just a random desire to listen to the streaming cowboy meme. Mm-hmm. Not even the song, just the meme. So I found <laughs> a 10-hour loop of it, and I listened to it for, I shit you not, 20 full minutes. The best part of the song is them screaming. Yep. It's literally, <laughs> I listened to that part for 20 minutes on a loop. Oh my. God, I told my yeah, boy. I, was- <laughs> I told my boyfriend this, and he was like, "Why?" <laughs> <laughs> because you appreciate art. Exactly. <laughs> oh no! Oh, it's so yes. great. I highly someone recommend. Someone told me that someone told me that that song wasn't good except for the screaming cowboy meme, and I was like, "That can't be true." And I don't think it was. I think that song is pretty funny because it's basically combating the this town ain't big enough for the two of us meet like the thing. Yeah. And then it's it's two cowboys fighting the stereotype like maybe this town is it's- big enough for the <laughs> like it's stupid. It's it's just perfect in every way. I really so love dumb. that whistle. That that <laughs> whistling bit. Yeah. Leading up to the screaming. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong. The screaming is the best part of the song. Like, it just is. <laughs> I don't know how they came up with that. It's like, okay, man, you're just going to scream. The chorus <laughs> just screaming. Yeah. You have to do anything else. Nobody no. needs words. Just start screaming <laughs> as if you're in severe pain. Okay, there is one song that you put on here that I want to talk about. I'm very happy that you put it on here. I was like, good. I don't have to do it. Um, every time we touch by Cascada. Okay, that is a jam, and I am not ashamed of that. <laughs> I'm not ashamed of that song at all because it was a cultural moment. It was. It really was. Um, am I ashamed of the AMV that I watched along with <laughs> it? Definitely, but. <laughs> That song <laughs> is a cultural moment and stands the test of time. It does. It really it does. It truly does. It does. Yeah. It does. That song I also listened to a lot during my very brief sort of like techno-ish phase. Yeah. In like, um, gosh, maybe ninth or tenth grade. Um, I used to... Um, I used to do technical theater back for like 
the drama department at my school. Mm-hmm. And they used to like set up sound equipment. And okay. so like a lot of times when we had like straight just like tech days where like there weren't any actors around and we were just setting stuff up, like somebody would just plug in their iPod to the sound system while we were working and then just blast music. And so for a while we were blasting like every time we touch and I love it. Uh, and like <laughs> bass nectar and like some other <laughs> and we just like blasted it. Just jam into every time we touch. That's wonderful. I so someone put um you know that one video that gets reused for memes a lot? The one with like the emo kids dancing and it's not like dance dancing it's like when they just move their arms back and forth and they bend their joints in weird ways yeah you know the one i'm talking yeah someone someone put that song and they're just like jamming really hard i mean that sums up how (laughs) i feel when i hear that song you just gotta really get into it you get the head going you're just thrashing it around Mm -hmm. quality Quality. Quality. Uh, yeah. There's so many. Um, you know, a lot of the songs that I put on here are like very like early mid two thousands, but there are a few mm. like slightly more recent songs, like Trap <laughs> Queen by Fanny Rock. <laughs> I can't believe. Okay. <laughs> I can't believe Trap Queen on here. What? Why can't you believe? <laughs> I low key. Just... <laughs> I I low key am like like I bump some Fetty Wah. Oh my god! It's just <laughs> you know what it is about Trap Queen is like it's not even like the song. It's the like last like twenty seconds of the song because yep. like he like like Fetty Wap does his thing and then at the very end this random guy just starts talking at the end oh, of God. the song being like yeah you know what it is that's my dude sounding like a million bucks on the track and you're like oh, where did you come from. Why are you here? Why are you yelling at me? <laughs> That's how I feel listening to like three quarters of rap music. <laughs> I just Why are you yelling at me? <laughs> I just, like I like I'm very like I listen to I wouldn't say I'm the most knowledgeable person about rap, but I listen to quite a bit of it. Um, but there's something about the hype man on Trap Queen that is just so funny to me, because it literally just comes out of nowhere. Like it took yeah. completely, like came out of left field. I think it's because Fetty Wap's voice is so distinctively Fetty Wap, and you can't you kind of can't understand anything that he's saying, and then all That's of a true. sudden it just switches to this very clear, deep man voice speaking and you're like what just happened yeah yeah 
but that's yeah. how I. That's that that. <laughs> Trap sums up my feeling. <laughs> Trap Queen. Trap Queen is great. Also, Seven Nine by yeah. Fetty Wap is also great. And you just gotta like scream or like whine <laughs> along <laughs> to it. I um. I have to say, I also noticed that a lot of the songs I put on here were not present day songs, mm-hmm. so to speak. Um, but I have one of them, and I am kind of ashamed to admit it, uh, that I that I bump occasionally is Purple Lamborghini. <laughs> By Skrillex and Rick Ross. <laughs> hey. Not only did it come from one of the worst movies I've ever seen. What movie was it for? Suicide Squad. Oh. <laughs> I never saw it. For reasons that may or may not be obvious to some people. I didn't hear great but, things. So. Well, I saw it. I saw it because I was hoping it'd be one of those good bad movies. Hmm. And it wasn't one hmm. of those. Uh Noted. This song played when Batman was trying to punch through the roof of the Joker's purple Lamborghini. But, Topical. Yeah, sure. But listen, listen, let me say Purple Lamborghini is really good for driving down the street with your friends at like top speed. You need those. You really need those. You do. And like, is it stupid? Yes. But do my brother and I have fun singing Forgive Me For My Wrongs I Have Just Begun? (laughs) Right before Skrillex drops that bass. (laughs) Also, yes. So like, who's the real winner here? (laughs) You are. Exactly. Like, the song is dumb. It is. But it's fun. <laughs> yeah. You need those. You yeah. Need the dumb and the fun songs. Yeah. And now, I'll, I, it, I'm just trying to slowly replace any memory I had of, of Suicide Squad being attached to it. Probably for the best. Yeah. Until Suicide Squad 2. <laughs> Oh gosh. Hmm. Um. Oh gosh, indeed. <laughs> yeah, I have three Justin Bieber songs on here. Yeah, I'm appalled. <laughs> uh, well, here's the thing. Uh, Justin Bieber, his album "Believe," I yeah. still stand by that album. It actually oh. was pretty good. Like for for what it is, which is a Justin Bieber album, it was yeah. pretty good. And it had um that that was the album that had Beauty and a Beat on it, which is fun. <sighs> you cannot deny that Beauty and a Beat is fun. Can't I? You can't. I'm kidding. <laughs> I refuse to let you do that. It is fun. And so I do break that one out. But my favorite song from that 
record actually is probably Thought of You, which wasn't a single. It didn't get played on the radio, but it's just so, like, stupid but fun. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's just about, like, being in love with the thought of a person rather than an actual, like, who they are, which is, like, weirdly, like, deep for a pop song. But, like, oh boy. <laughs> but, like, the song's not that deep, which is why it's, like, kind of dumb. But it's a good song. It's a bop. It's a total bop. And I stand by it. You know what? Justin Bieber mm-hmm. is a very polarizing figure for a lot of people. But I stand yes. by that song and that album and wish that he had given us more gems like that. <laughs> But um, he didn't. No. Not to say that I don't listen to his new stuff, because, like, Sorry is also kind of a bop. (laughs) And same with all of his work with, all of his work with Diplo and Skrillex. Also kind of bops. Dang it. I mean, I can't be that mad at you. Like, I will admit Justin Bieber is one of the few bands that in middle school and high school bands. (laughs) He is one man. (laughs) He was one man. Oh, well, arguably he's a team of people, but um, fair. I I honestly never enjoyed him. I did actually find him annoying. So like when I said I didn't like him, I meant it. Mm -hmm. Uh, But one group that I said I didn't like but lied about. Uh, was the Jonas Brothers? Okay, all right. <laughs> so I, um, I kind of have to agree with you on this one. But so here's for me the Jonas Brothers. Like I, um, for whatever reason, I like. I guess there are people that I didn't like that liked the Jonas Brothers at the time. Yes. So like, yes, exactly. For that reason, I actively like avoided them, like the plague. Like mm-hmm. I didn't listen to anything. So for a while, like I like I didn't know enough to like or dislike them, but I would just say I didn't like them. And then I heard burning up. Mm-hmm. And I was like, damn. Right? Yes. So for a while, the only girls I knew who loved the Jonas Brothers were like the ones who bullied me in the cafeteria. Yeah. So I was like, if you like them, I don't like them. Yeah. And then my dad bought like a Grammy CD. You know, one of those like mm-hmm. Grammy nominated compilations. Yeah. And Burn It Up was on it, which first of all, the song was always fire. Everybody knew it. Yes. It, that's always um, fire. And then I heard it and I just went, oh. Right. Uh-oh. Like, damn. And like my my dad was like, wow, they're really good. They're really sounds. I was like, no, they're not. Yeah. You're yeah. a liar. <laughs> I'm trying to my room. <laughs> yeah, like I'd be lying if I didn't have burning up on repeat secretly. Um and I'm very happy that they've made their triumphant return. Me too. Yeah. I didn't put those their new songs on here because I was never ashamed. I've, I've outgrown my shame. Of, yeah. Uh, I can openly say that the Jonas Brothers 
has come back to save the world. <laughs> yeah, I, I stand by you, Joe Bros. Like, yeah. <laughs> I wasn't a fan back in your heyday. I'll admit no. that. Mm-hmm. But I gotta get, I gotta pay my respect because burning yeah. up is a jam. Burning up was a jam. Same with year 3000. Yeah, which I should have put on here, but I, I just, burning up had, that was my awakening. <laughs> it, it, I feel, I believe it's everybody's awakening, really. It, it truly is. And I want to see them in concert. And if they don't play burning up, I'm going to cry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but they're corporate. They were created by Disney. You know what? So were a lot of bands. Yeah. So was a lot of the music that you jam to. Mm-hmm. Speaking you know, of- Sugar Sugar? Sugar Sugar was created for a cartoon. The Archies. All right, deep breaths. The goddamn Archies. Calm down. <laughs> Speaking of another yeah. band similar to the Jonas Brothers that I put on here is Big Time mm-hmm. Rush. Okay, okay, I will be honest. I think I just stopped watching Nickelodeon by that time. See, so I never got into Big Time Rush. <laughs> I didn't watch the show either. I just heard okay. the music and <laughs> was like, this song is a bop and I like it. I did actually try watching the show for a little bit, but I yeah. admittedly was a bit too old to find it particularly enjoyable. But the music, yeah. like any kind of guy, <laughs> quality song, <laughs> quality boy band song. Despite the fact that the message is terrible. <laughs> when will Big Time Rush return from war? <laughs> yeah, I'd be so down for a Big Time Rush reunion. <laughs> like, just tweet at them. Quality boy band right there. Quality boy yeah. band. Then, that was a very interesting era on Nickelodeon. It was. Because uh, my brother was still young enough to watch Nickelodeon, so it was on in the house. I just wasn't watching it. Mm-hmm. But occasionally I'd look up and I'd just be like, wow, what is happening? It's like, what? What is happening here? Oh. Yeah. All right. Well. Also, also I think it's- <laughs> um, uh, One Direction. Um, yeah. I do have to just say that... Um, I when One Direction first came out, I was a fan. Like I do have okay. to say, like I was definitely a fan of What Makes You Beautiful because they were young British boys and I was a teenage girl. So, <laughs> so I was like, this is dope. And then eventually, when everybody and their mother discovered them, I was like, all right, all right, this is too much. And then I stepped away. Yeah. But for a boy band, they did make some really good songs. And we got Harry Styles out of them. So. Yes, we did. Yeah. Yes. And only Harry Styles. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> hey, I put I'm Liam kidding. Payne stripped that down I on you. I'm so mad. I felt betrayed. I felt betrayed. I'm mad too. Because I did not like that song when it came out. And I still. I know. Like low key. I'm just like, the song is dumb. Like, it's objectively it. dumb. It is. It's really stupid. They play it at the gym sometimes, and I'm suddenly, like, all of my energy leaves my body, and I'm, like, unable to concentrate. Yeah. And I'm just like, this song is so dumb. It's really dumb, but at the same <laughs> time, like, it kind of, like, 
jams. Oh my god. Like the like when you listen to it like five times in a row, it's almost like you have this like I don't know, maybe it's like your brain just leaves your body for a moment. It probably does. <laughs> oh no. Uh, oh no. Yeah. Well, I think I think we've shamed ourselves a lot. I I feel better for confessing my sins. <laughs> oh, God. I feel better. Uh, any honorable mentions you want to? So many. Um, we will share this playlist. You... Um, yeah. Because it's great. Like, it's great. It is. You'll have a fun time. Um, it's all over the place. It's really all over the place. Yeah. But I'll I'll shout out. I'll go with um, four honorable mentions. Okay. Because, um, like, there are a lot of songs that I didn't get to talk about that like have a very special place in my art and in my like secret secret listening corner um your heart <laughs> okay so my top four honorable mentions my first one is probably party in your bedroom by amazing. cash cash amazing which i i feel like I feel like that song is about like girls on webcams, which oh is a really weird thing to write a song about. Oh god. But like when you listen to the lyrics, it's just like there's a party in your bedroom all night long. There's a lot of talk about you. And then it's like upstairs all alone, one click for a show. Mm-hmm. Like it's Yeah, that's it just it sounds like that's what it's about. Yeah. If I'm wrong, someone please correct me. <laughs> but that's what it sounds like it's about. In any case, the song itself is a bop. <laughs> like, it's fun. It's a great song for parties, probably. <laughs> I wouldn't know, because I didn't go to parties in high school. <laughs> wah, wah. Uh. <laughs> But anyway, it's a great song. Um, it's a good, like, emo electronic song by Cash Cash, who now makes, like, straight-up EDM music. Um, and they're still, they're still going. So kudos to them for transcending their emo phase. <laughs> um, two is probably going to be um I'm gonna go with um Shake It by Rediscover which is not to be confused with Shake It by Metro Station I was gonna say (laughs) wait a minute (laughs) they're two different songs entirely um I don't know which one came first but um, they are different songs. It's not like one of them's a cover of the other. They're different songs. Uh, so there are two emo bands that made songs called Shake It in the early 2000s, but Rediscover was a band that like no one listened to. Like I don't even know or remember how I discovered them, but like they made this really like 
electronic emo music and I listened to way too much of it and all of the lyrics were questionable, but <laughs> the song is fun. <laughs> um, and slightly embarrassing, but fun. <laughs> um, gosh. My next one is Like Em All by Jacob Lattimore. Okay. Which which is a silly song um about liking girls. All girls. It's in that, you know, the like it's in the vein of the like um I love you for you. I don't care if you're not perfect. I love all of your flaws. It's that kind of song. But it's fun and it's a jam. <laughs> and I I wish I wish Jacob Lattimore all the best. I hope he is still making music. Um Um because he was like I wanna say like fifteen. Like he was a very young person uh when that song came out. So I hope he's doing good things now still. Uh but it's a bop. And then I guess my my last one I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and say that my last one is um God, it's a tie, but no, I'm gonna say my last one is All For You by The Secret Handshake. Incredible. Um, I was going to say, allow me to introduce myself, Mr. Right by The White Tie Affair was going to be my last one, but I'm not ashamed of that song because that song is actually good. Um, but All For You by The Secret Handshake is just so silly. <laughs> and if you don't know who The Secret Handshake is, um, it is the same guy who is now making music as Mystery Stills. Yes! It is his former project. <laughs> and I listen, it's funny because I listened to The Secret Handshake way back in the day, um, as a teenager, and then I knew nothing about Mystery Stills until Katarina introduced me to them. Mm-hmm. And then later I ended up finding out that he was the same guy. <laughs> and I was like, my mind is blown. Look how far you've come, sir. Uh, but it's still a good song and it's a really feel-good song. If you want to like feel better about yourself, listen to All Free. Um, yeah. Those are my honorable mentions. How about oh, you? I love it. Uh, can't stop that. Yeah, uh, this episode's <laughs> embarrassing. Yeah, it is. <laughs> uh, okay, first of all, honorable mentions gonna have to be Wuthering Heights by Kate Bush. Uh, I have moods where I like the song and moods when I don't. Oh, God. But it's a culturally impactful song. It's wild. I, Kate Bush's I, I, vocals are just insane. I still remember being in middle school, finding this song and losing my goddamn mind. I'm uh, mad at you for putting this song on this playlist. 
because I was not prepared for it. And I was listening to this playlist while I was doing work. And then all of a sudden I hear, what the ring, what the ring, what the ring, what the ring. And I flipped out and had flashbacks from my honors English class where the professor played this song for us mm-hmm. while we were reading Wuthering Heights. And it solidified yeah. my dislike of this book. And that's all. Yeah, no, the book is terrible. Don't get me wrong. The book sucks. Uh, I heard this song before I read the book for the first time in middle school. And that actually made me want to read this, the, the book, which is terrible, actually. Uh, moving on. Uh, that was number one. Secondly, My Dick by 303. 303 I think is magical. That song is one of the funniest songs I've ever heard in my life, and no one else thinks so. Like, every time I it's try to get them to listen to this. So dumb. It's so funny. And it's so stupid. It's really dumb. It's just... It's just... It's so dumb. The multilingual bit in the beginning gets me every why? time. Just I, why? Because you have, like, a British person, a French person, and then a big black dude. Oh, God. <laughs> it's so funny. I think it's so stupid, and it you just is so entertaining. You should be ashamed of that one. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> I am a little bit ashamed. Um. Okay, that was two. Um. Hmm. So number three, I will have to say, "Take a Chance on Me" by ABBA. Oh, that's fun. It's fun. Uh, it's it, it's one of the first groups I was exposed to outside of my parents when I was young. Um, I had some family friends who had gone to see the musical Mamma Mia, and they introduced me to Mamma Mia. And I was like, hmm, I don't know how I feel about this, but the music's good. Everybody loves ABBA. Yeah. But I think if you admit to liking ABBA, there's like... I don't know. I feel like there's a weird connotation when you like, oh yeah, I love ABBA, and like no, no one says that. It's true, but no one says. It. Everybody loves ABBA, but they'll never admit to it. And take a chance on me is probably one of their most interesting songs. I don't know. I think it's it's a bop. Don't get me wrong. It's definitely uh, a bop. Okay, and the last one's going to be Catchy Song. Uh, Yes, it's from the Lego movie. And yes, it went harder than it had to. Or Lego Movie 2, I should specify. And from the get-go, it does exactly what it says it's going to do. It got stuck in my head. (laughs) That movie is good and pure. And that song was uh, a little weird because it was almost like a, a a commentary on the state of pop music in general like it's just gonna be an earworm stuck in your brain forever but also that that's not a bad thing necessarily and then this song went really hard like it's got t-pain on it dylan oh. francis they brought out t-pain now they i know it's out, serious they brought out t-pain and also, uh, I guess, another artist that I've never heard of before called That Girl Lele. I, I don't know who that is. I assume I know what part of the song she's singing. Mm-hmm. But I don't know who that is. 
Um, anyway, it's a stupid song, but it's also a bop. <laughs> and it was like intentionally stupid and intentionally a bop. I feel like I have become uh what is it that like I got bitten by a zombie and now I'm turning into a zombie? Yeah. Like I missed the point, probably. Or I didn't. I don't know. But it's good. It's fun. It's stupid, but I feel like that kind of just sums up this episode. It's good, yeah. it's fun, it's stupid. But it's but, fun. But it's fun. Uh, also, go see the Lego movie, too, if you haven't seen it already. It's really fun. And then uh, you can think of me when you, when you see the part. <laughs> uh, all right, but yeah, that wraps it up, I think, in terms of shaming ourselves. I, I think I'm tired of feeling shameful. You know what I'm in the mood for now? What are you in the mood for? Vacation. Oh, yeah. I'm like tired. I need to go on vacation. Me too. Where where should I go on vacation? You should go to Greece. I should go to Greece. Where should I look for that? There's so many places to go. Well, uh, you should maybe consider staying at our sponsor for this week's episode, Wine Dart Sea Villas. Smoothest transition ever. <laughs> Hey. <laughs> but yes, uh, Wine Dark Sea Villas is a uh, luxury villa company that has places on both the island of Crete and the island of Rhodes. If you're looking for a one of a kind luxury experience, look no further. Um, basically, if you want someone to stay with you, cook your meals all the time, uh, be your tour guide, do whatever, they're your, they're your company. If you want someone to basically point you in the direction of the rental car company, the direction of a few good beaches, and leave you to your own devices, they're your guys. Any kind of experience is tailor-made to what you want. All you have to do is ask. Um, they go above and beyond for all of their customers. Um, their service is impeccable. The people working for them are just the nicest, most personable people you'll ever meet. The beaches are gorgeous the drinks are to die for the pools are out of this world one of their villas villa santorini has little lights in the pool and it looks like you're swimming in the night sky at least when it's nighttime when it's daytime it just looks like a pool um, <laughs> but for real if you want to see the the greek islands which is turning very quickly into the place to be for summer 2k19 you should visit www dot winedarkseavillas.gr for basically any everything you need to book your trip. And if you go there right now, you will get 15% off until of course the season begins. Because then they're gonna have to hike those prices up because you know height of the season. And you have very little time. Basically as soon as June comes around, you're screwed. So you better book your vacation like today, really. Yeah. Yeah. Be ready oh. for summer. Oh, yeah. Gonna yeah. get ready for summer. And in the spirit of getting you ready for summer, we have now 
got to go to the next segment, everybody's favorite segment, Up and Comers. Up and Comers! <laughs> yeah, getting yeah. you hyped and ready with some new music by new artists. Hell yeah. So, who do you have for us this week? Okay, this Up and Comer comes to us courtesy of a one Haley Williams. Have you heard of her? No. No? I have no idea who that is. She's in a little band we call uh, Paramore. What? And what band is that? I've never listened to them. Yeah. yeah Are they new? <laughs> They've been around. Okay. Uh, All right. No, but so Haley Williams um, had posted to her, I believe, Instagram story um, about a band that she discovered and liked, and she shared it with her followers. And I ended up hearing about it on Twitter to somebody tweeted about it. And then I decided, okay, let me check out this band. And Haley Williams was correct. This band is super dope. They are Pool Kids. That is the name of the band. And they are really good. Um, if you're into math rock... Okay. I think you'll enjoy them because they have sort of like a math rock kind of vibe, um, at least within the way that their like time signatures are set up and the way they play. Um, but it's still very like, um, it's got that math rock vibe, but it's also still very um, sort of punk rock emo kind of music. Um, so it's a good like mesh of styles, which I appreciate. I also appreciate the fact that they have a song called They Only Care About My Fills and Not My Feels, <laughs> which is hilarious, especially if you're like me and you're dating a drummer. <laughs> That's something about that is just really funny to me. It's yeah, like incredible. the most accurate drummer statement in the world. Uh, but yeah. So um, definitely give them a listen. Um, they Only Care About My Feels and Not My Feels is a really great song. So you can listen to that one. You can also listen to Patterns, um, which is uh, not nearly as hype as They Only Care About My Feels and Not My Feels. It's definitely um, much more of a like... It honestly would have been a good song for our... Um, rainy day episode i may have actually put it on the playlist for that episode because it's definitely a sort of pensive um stare out the window and reflect on your life kind of song um so you know it's got a little bit uh they've got a little bit of everything for you so definitely check out pool kids they're super dope if you want to give them a follow on twitter you can they are at pool kids um, that is pool with four O's. So you can go follow them there. Let them know that Rhapsody Williams. What? <laughs> <laughs> Let them know that Rhapsody and Reverie slash Haley Williams sent you. Incredible. <laughs> Oh, God. <laughs> I like that. Rhapsody Williams. Haley Williams, hit me up. Um, yeah, really. 
But yeah, check them out. And we hope you like them. And we hope that they make your summer 2K19 playlist because they're super awesome. All right. But we finally made it through all of the meat of the episode. And the potatoes. And the potatoes. And the vegetables. And now it's time for dessert, which Mm. is to say... Our our sweet goodbye. Sweet, sweet goodbye. So thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of Rhapsody and Reverie. Be sure to follow us on the socials. We are Rhapsody Podcast on Twitter and Instagram. And we are Rhapsody and Reverie Podcast on Facebook. You can also join our Facebook group, which I mentioned earlier in this episode. Um, Our Facebook group is called Rhapsody Fam. I share dope memes, so does Katarina. We also Mm. share music feels, which I do a lot, way too much. Um, So check that out and join the conversation. We'd love to have you. Uh, Also, make sure you subscribe to us on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Podbean, all of the places where you can find us. Be sure to, like, do the thing. (laughs) Go. Go do the thing. And you can also leave us a rating and or a review. We love those. So please, please do that if you can. Also, be sure to check our website for announcements because that's a super great place. We have a lot of things that we like to like announce and talk about and we have a lot of cool stuff coming. So definitely make sure you're up on that website. And if you're lazy and are like, I don't want to have to go and check a website all the time to know what's going on with you, I have great news for you because we now have a mailing list. So you don't, You know what? You don't even have to check the website. If you join the mailing list, we'll send you a monthly recap of everything you need. In addition to all kinds of other cool stuff, like uh, great recommendations for music to check out, uh, playlists, all kinds of cool stuff. So definitely, definitely sign up. There is a link that will be in the show notes where you can sign up for that. So definitely check that out. Um, now that I have done the spiel Mm -hmm. and you have listened to the things it is time to talk about next week's episode because dear listeners we got a hint for you yeah because next week is actually about an artist again look at that we remembered how to do Somebody actually told me, where are you doing all these themes? I was like, because we want to. It's our podcast. It's called Innovation. <laughs> yeah. But don't worry, we are returning to form next week. Um, and I have a brand new hint. So if you guys don't participate, I'll be very cross with you. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> Just say the hint. <laughs> yeah. So... This band once had uh, Parker Case of Say Anything as their drummer until he got replaced in 2001. So it wasn't for very long because I think it was before their first album even came out. So that's kind of funny. 
All right, guys. Yeah. You've heard the hint. Yeah. Get to it. Get scuttle off. Get get investigating. Shoo. Mm-hmm. Google if you have to. There's no rule against Googling. Yeah, seriously. Literally, you could Google it. Take like five seconds. I believe in you. Uh, but yeah, thank you so much for listening. And we hope you tune in next week because next week will be a good one. It's going to be a good one. It's going to be a fun one. Um, I'm, I'm excited about this band, so it's going to be a good time. It and will. Yeah. That's it, guys. Peace. <laughs>